Again, it's just in time. Accessories. Everything is only five dollars. Nickel and lead free jewelry. Tayama Copeland, independent paparazzi agent. Just in time accessories. Definitely have the bling and everything in between. Check her out. Make sure you go over to goalie.com and get your goalie gummies today. They have three selections, three choices to choose from. They have the apple cider vinegar, the ashwagandha, and new. They now have the super fruit. In addition to going over to goldygummies.com, make sure you use the ATL as your discount code and receive a huge discount. It supports the channel and the podcast. In addition to all of that, the gummies, they are a source of antioxidant. They have vitamins B9, B12, promotes general good health, helps improve your daily health, contains pectin, a source of dietary fiber, uses pectin as a natural prebiotic to support the healthy gut and immune system, includes the mother, a healthy strain of bacteria, antioxidants, and enzymes. Mask the unpleasant taste of the apple cider vinegar. It's simple. It's delicious. It's goalie. 
starting in January 2022, if you receive money through Cash App, Zelle, Venmo, any of those types of apps, if you get more than $600 throughout the year, you will receive a 1099K, meaning you will be taxed on that money. So if you are a small business owner or a gig worker and you receive money through these apps, you wanna start getting your paperwork straight now because you will be taxed on that. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Good evening, good evening, good evening. How's everybody doing tonight? Welcome to the Anthony Brown Show. This segment that we call the ATL. I'm joined tonight by the bold, the beautiful, Miss T Savage. Hi, everybody. Good evening. And also, I'm joined by my brother from another mother, Mr. Legacy, the Great. What it is, baby? ATL in the building. ATL, ho. ATL Hall, baby. Yes. <laughs> hey, Miss. Hey, Miss Tina Mo. Hey, Amen, Mo. Had to get my life together over here, honey. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Somebody must have got in that cookie pot, cause boy, you don't did your hair and your and your gold. I ain't do nothing. I nothing to my hair. I just let it down. Just took the phone to my. I just say your hair looking good. Your eyebrows are snatched. Yeah. Well, absolutely no plans, nowhere to go. Your Nothing face, to do. It's got that radiant glow. Yes, like I did have that somebody in that honey pot. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh-huh. Ain't nobody been in the pot but me. You heard her told us why nobody been in that pot but her. Yeah. I don't know how to love on me. Who else gonna love on me? Okay. All right, yeah. winning the pool. No. Yeah. All right, like Winnie the Pooh. Like you was feeding the multitude. <laughs> you, better, you better know it. <laughs> eat children. Eat children. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, guess what? Guess what? Um, our number one and number two fans is right here sporting the ATL shirts. <laughs> here we the go. One and the number two. So I'm gonna show you number two first. There's our buddy. Okay, then Kamal. Kamal Akbar. He is sporting the ATL shirt. Look yes. at that. Kamal is doing his yes. thing. He's joined by none other than Mr. Let Go See. Of course, let he got his hair. He got half pint over there with him. Legs <laughs> want you to see the whole outfit. You Look, know. Shout, out to you. shout out to the little people. They had to back up so you could see he's so little. <laughs> it was difficult to get that shot. <laughs> they had to shoot it. They shot it from up from the down from the down view upward. Okay. I, I believe it. I believe it. They had to use a video drone. I believe it. <laughs> oh, thank you, Kamal, for supporting our um, attire. I will be posting your pictures on um, our Instagram. We have two. We have the ATL Instagram, and we also have the Anthony Brown Show Instagram. I'll post your pictures on both. Thank you so much, Kamal. But however, there's number one. Ah, <laughs> you beat out, Kamal. Yeah, look at that thing right there. 
Oh, she's so cute. She wear, she wear better than both of y'all. Okay. She, she wear better than well. Hey, thank you, mama. The ball said, thank you, Legacy, for teaching me how to properly pose. Yeah, he he wanted All to do something All them he been in, he know how to pose, honey. Because he used to be a model back in um, child court days. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Hey, mama. So that's um our number one thing. And then, not only did she just show you this picture, she spelled out the letters ATL. Look at that. Give me an A. Yeah, you got your A. a you got your A. Give me a T. You got your T. You got your T. Give me an L. L, you got your L. You got your L. Now, hush. You don't want one of us. Do y'all do y'all up? Uh, do y'all do y'all? No, no, wait, wait a minute. What the wait? <laughs> okay. I want to jump up in it. Yeah. yeah. Now stop and let and you do. say do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Oh. Hey. Let me turn it a little bit. Hey, everybody. Hey, Kamal says up. she's doing her thing. Kamal, boy, you better tighten up, boy. She's showing out over there. She did the ATL pose on y'all. <laughs> I, mean, I gotta show that again. She said, Give me an A. Hey, you got your A. You got your A. Give me a T. T, you got your T. You got your T. Give me the L. L, you got your L. You got your L. Now, nah, hush. Okay. You don't want okay. none of us. They don't want none of the ATL, baby. Exactly, exactly. I just heard you saying after that, now hush, ATL. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Ha. Thank you, thank you D-Lo, Mr. Lock Nation. Hey, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing? What is it, Don Allen? What it is? Give it to us, Donnell. Give it to us. Yeah. Ah. Uh, uh, out and about. Out and about. But I said, let me let me come on in for a little while. And grace our presence. Yeah. No. No. Y'all the grace for my presence. Come on. Oh boy. Go, go ahead, um, legacy. Now I was just gonna tell Donnell, did you see my daughter? I saw that. Yeah, that, 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 that's that one right there. That's my everything. Oh, that's too cute. It honestly is. Yes, it's the first face you see on the intro. Yes. Am I close the door? Get out. Hey, get Tony. Out. Guess, guess what I guess what surprise I got when I got home today tonight, Tony. What's that? My two oldest sons and my nephew came from Georgia down here. They they here. Oh, are they watching the show? They on their way to Miami right now to go party. Okay. Well, but they'll be back tomorrow. I'm going to bring them by there to meet you. Meet Miss Savage. Make sure we jump on you. Well, you know, oh, Savage. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Talking about jumping on somebody. I don't want, I'm sure you're a little younger. I don't want to tell you next month. Uh, my, you see him my son, my oldest son just turned 23 yesterday, and my youngest son 20. Mm. Get him, Savage. 
Listen, that's that's more my sister area. That's, that's Auntie Adrian area. Cause I, mm-mm, I like older men. Them young boys can't do nothing for me. You'd be surprised. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, now, hold on now. Don't Williams. So they good. They good to go. They not. They might they, be able to hunt real good, but that ain't what I need right now. Both of them grown men, at the, and they both work. Got good jobs. One off in the okay. be a nurse. The twenty three year old finna be a nurse. Oh he shoot! Got milk on his mouth. That's that long check. Yeah, yeah, he graduate. He graduates next year. My daughter is an RN. My oldest daughter, she's mm-hmm. an RN. Yeah, my baby's an RN. Making what's how many daughters you got? I got one. I got the one daughter and I got one son. Oh, I thought so. You said oldest daughter, like you got a plethora of daughters. Seven. I'm sure you have like you just got it well, done. Well, I mean, what I mean is she's you my oldest. So? Okay. My oldest child. My oldest child. This hat right here ain't good look. You can't even see my scalp. The different the thing is, I always wear it in the ponytail. But what I did was I washed it to make to take the curls out because I like it when it's long. People don't know how long my hair is because it's always crinkled the curl. Mm-hmm. Now you get to see the inches. Yes, the inches. Come on. Come on yeah. for the in, come on, inches. Inches. Yes. Inches. Let's show off the inches. Yeah, Lord help us, please. We changed, we changed the name from um my brother's keeper to the real locker room talk. The reason being is because um, I we, saw that. I love we it. We're trying to get um an Instagram to match the, the name of the show. And the other one that was already taken. So we said, okay, well, we'll just switch it. So we'll switch. So um that ain't what I wanted. I wanted the panty droppers. And of course, it all, one of the people on the panel panel don't even like panties. So that don't work. Unless right. I don't know if you will. Well, you can't say that. He might like he might like he might like boy panties. Yeah, boy panties. They got what? Boy panties. They got boy panties. Mm-hmm. Donella boy, you know all the secrets. <laughs> okay. I, never I do. I know all the Victoria. I know all the Victoria's secrets. You hear me? Boy, all of her secrets are lies. Boys and what, panties what are, don't even go in the same sentence. What are what are the boy panties for? Tina Mo said, How long will they mourn me? Thug life, Tupac, a very serious topic. Determines friend from foe. Loyalty, dedication, devotion, faithfulness, affection. Etc. I don't know. Etc. Et Tony, you got et me, Donna. Juice asked you a question, Donna Allen. Oh, what are the boy panties for? Boy to me, boy panties is like tight drawers that men wear. Those are boy panties. You want so some boy panties? Like, get you know. some. Get you some boxes and cut the butt, cut the back out, cut cut a hole right in the middle. Oh wow! Or just wear them backwards. No, uh, oh, ew. Wow, y'all are a little specific and graphic. I, my Christian ears can't take it. I'm just joking. Okay. Says the. I'm not even Look, my, look, look, look. Look, my virgin. My virgin can't take it. Ain't nothing virgin on you but your eyeballs. And that might not even be virgin. Not even your nostrils or your ears is virgin. No, I ain't saying nostrils. People be trying to live with in your nose. I smell you coming. I smell you coming. Damn. 
Okay. <laughs> Not in a bad way. I, 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 ain't never been able, I ain't never been able to stick it in nobody's nose. Because it's too big. It probably fit perfectly in somebody's nose. Let me see you. <laughs> With a little room to spare. Oh, my. With a little room to spare. I ain't never been in that category. We need yeah, prayer. I think you're working for it. Tina said, in other words, Goldman, I forgot him. I wow. love the I love tonight's topic. Oh, I'm sorry, we haven't gotten to tonight's topic yet, have we? I wouldn't know. The, the, the le legacy. Did you have um? We lost legacy. The, the legacy. I was gonna. Do you have the question of the day? Because he there he is. Legacy. Do you have um? Did you look over your list? Do you have a question of the day? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get a question of the day today. Um, I have one. Go ahead. My question of the day, because I I don't think it it would make a good topic for the whole day, but it's it's a good question of the day. Why are black people uh, are, are uh, African Americans? Why are we so afraid of therapy and talking to people about our problems? Because we are afraid to look in the mirror. We are afraid to meet ourselves. We're scared of what we're going to find. And we're scared we might not like it. And at that point, we'll be at our breaking point. But we're scared. I, I, I think traditionally, because the way we were raised back in the day with grandmama and great grandmama, every time there was an issue or a problem, they always take it to the Lord in prayer. You know, as if that was the answer for, for everything. You know, and, um, God said, without faith, without works is dead. So some things you got to do on your own. You know, he, he gave you the, the will to do and, and the knowing how, how to do it, something you have to do on your own. You know, he, he, God is not a babysitter. Um, you know, and, and that's what we, we some black folks tend to, tend to think that he is. You know, every, every issue, you know, oh, my head hurt. Let me, let me pray. Oh, my stomach hurt. Let me pray. Let <laughs> me oh, pray. Girl, yeah. The girl, girl says she's pregnant from me. Let me pray. Um, I just lost my job. Let me pray. What are you going to do on your own? I tell yeah. people all the time that, <clears throat> yes, we're supposed to go to God for that stuff. But he gifted people knowledge and wisdom mm -hmm. for us to utilize. So if your hair hurt, yeah, you can pray to God about it, but pray to God all the way to the doctor. Mm -hmm. Right. And if if you have a mental, if you have some mental issues or you have something that you're holding in that's that's hindering you and that's hindering your life. Yeah, pray to God about it, but I'm gonna need you to go to a therapist or a psychiatrist because he enabled them to, to go to go to the, go to school all these years and get this education so they can help you. I feel like because, a lot of black people are walking around with PTSD. Mm -hmm. And yes. that's why people snap because they don't address the issues, they don't address the trauma that's happened in the past. And people mm -hmm. under and they get bigger and bigger and bigger, and then something happens and they snap. Mm -hmm. And now we locked up because we don't snap. All that stuff is yeah. built up. And somebody just, we got to our breaking point, Charlie burned the camera's back, and now we're releasing it. Right. And deal with those bottled up issues. Take us back to a, a previous show we did. Why do black people, um, it was like the, the rape and the molestation case um, um, video that was show that we did. You know, why do black people put sweep things on the rug? That's one of the things, you know. So that, that could be a traumatizing situation to people mm -hmm. and it's swept under the rug. So you don't know how depressed or 
how how mentally that affected an individual. So now four or five years later, now you snap. And you didn't go to therapy. You took it to your family. You took it to the prayer, but you still feel the same way inside. But you needed to sit on somebody's mm-hmm. sofa with your feet up with some, some letters behind their name, but you didn't. And because you didn't, like I said, that's like what Don Allen said, that's bottled up anguish. And like uh, Savage said, now all of a sudden you snap. And they're looking at you like you're crazy. But no, no, I'm not crazy. I, I brought it to y'all 10 years ago when Ray Ray was sneak, sneaking in my room every night. Right. I have what, a perfect what, example. Anthony, you, I, 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 go ahead, Don Oh, I have a perfect example. The, the the movie called Addicted. If anybody ever watched that movie Addicted with Sharon Lee with the lady who had the, the, the nephromania, she mm-hmm. went to her husband and she told her husband, hey, I have a problem. We need to go to couples counseling. And he said the normal thing that black people say, I'm not going to go sit up and let talk to no stranger about our problems, what's going on in our home. Why do we need to go and sit up and talk to a total stranger about what's going on in our when she kept trying to tell him that she's a nymphomania and she couldn't stop having sex outside of their marriage because it's a sickness. And then when it finally came out, now he's mad at her and blaming her when she tried to tell you, hey, I have a sickness. Something's wrong with me. It's a disease. I can't help myself. I, I don't want to have sex with all these people, but I can't help it. Because it's a sickness. I can't stop having sex. But just like most black people, what if we need to go and pay some stranger to go sit up on their couch and tell them about our marriage? What happens in our marriage needs to stay in our marriage. And, and so, you know, I'm perfect sure example. Lips. And that's how I, I, I got a, a homeboy like that that's constantly having sex out, outside of his relationship or outside of his home. You know, he can't help it. He's just thirsty. I think another reason why we don't seek um, treatment or counseling is, you know, today it's getting to level out and be amongst everyone. But in the past, when Blacks were going to receive any kind of therapy, it was um, stereotyped and they were more geared, instead of getting help and, and treatment for it, they were being given drugs. And it wasn't that beneficial to the black community because they were being told to suppress their feelings with a pharmaceutical substance versus talk it out and work it through. Whenever they would go and sit and talk to the counselor, the counselor will make them feel um, inferior. um, Right. And so that's not uplifting nor helping them by belittling them and lowering their self-esteem and stuff. So we don't go today we have more black people who are actual counselors. So the bridge and the gap is opening up to where we're seeking help and getting it because it's more of us who are, we're talking to each other. So we're not talking to a stranger. We're talking to our sister or our brother. But back in the day, the stranger was someone who, if we told that secret, they might call the police and and we going to jail. And so people just didn't share what was going on. I can't say that because my personal experience all growing up through my childhood, I went to therapy and, um, and, um, and psychiatry and it helped me like a tons. Like I, I'm not saying that it doesn't help. 
But it helped me, Tony. No, don't say that. It helped. I have, it I have a, a bachelor's lot. in psychology, and in my studies, while I was going through my so training, that's what we experienced from people. <laughs> no, it helped but, me a lot, Miss Juicy. I, I I have to I have to agree um, that you know we were we were we were bashed for that because that was the thing that you know that was their way of being able to get into our homes and things. You talking mm -hmm. about? I mean, I don't, I don't think she's talking done that when she said. I don't think she's talking about like in the eighties and nineties and things of that nature. I'm thinking she's talking about when we when we in the, like the early fifties, sixties, and early seventies. That was that was really like negative and taboo for the black community to be, and that's why we lean more on our pastors in, in that Definitely. time. She sorry, always got a damn song. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, no, but that fit yeah, in right. But that that was perfect right there, though. Yeah, but at that time though, <laughs> that was their way of being able to to get into the black homes. To you know, when there's something wrong with the mom and dad, then it has to be something wrong with the children mentally. Children. And now mm. we're dealing with you know a house of um. Now you now we get medic. You can medicate the whole family, and you know black folks have gotten to a point where. You know, we just feel like the only and, and like um Sammy said earlier that and you done that that we just tend to um go to God with everything and hoping that He answers with our prayers at that time. But you know, we have to understand too, as Tony said, that we have to go and, and put in a little work, you know, to seek somebody who's definitely get her out of here. I'm gonna do it all <laughs> night long. This is how you like it. All night long. But you, you all, gotta just look at all it like night it. Long. Hey, all, all night, night. Hey. All night. Hey. Hey. They're dancing in the street all night long. Yeah. All night. <laughs> all night. That's, a, that's a good topic. Um I think counseling is is good. Um, I can't see myself going to ministers anymore because I think some, especially black ministers, I just feel like they 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 use that they use that setting to, especially with women, to um to sleep with them. Not all ministers do that. You I can't say all. You know your more. dad is a good guy. I'm not just talking more. about my dad. I know other ministers that are good guys as well. But there, there are a lot of hoish ones too. There are, just like there's a lot of holes inside of legacy. We ain't talking <laughs> about that, no. Hey, I, 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 I ain't counseling nobody yet. I ain't counseling nobody yet. Praise God. But who gonna counsel you? <laughs> who gonna check uh, you, buddy? I'm gonna go. I go. I will. I don't have a problem. I remember um, when I was a little. I was probably in middle school. And I remember I, I had a counselor myself. And um, I remember telling them I wanted to be white. And they was like, "What? why would you want to be white? I was like, I mean, hell, y'all got everything. Y'all got the money. Y'all got the power. Who wouldn't want to be? And um, yeah. that, that was when I was much younger and didn't understand my power as, a, as an African-American male, or as Miss Juicy say, a human being. And um, you know, I, I understood my my worth when it came to who I am as a man, 
and and that's just it. You know, I I don't feel like I really need to go sit on nobody counseling seat because I think some people just use it for their advantage and use it against you later on in life. Not saying that, not saying that it ain't it ain't beneficial to other people. I'm just saying it just ain't for me. Yes, yes, Tony. We spoke to um, a mental health therapist um, mm -hmm. show on a different topic, but we, we've invited her to come back. And we're going to have a mental health topic. Um, and I definitely would like you to be on that show. Most definitely. Um, Most definitely. I think, you know, you've been to, been, been to therapy and counseling and, and stuff, and then plus the, the traumatic situation that's gone on in your life with um, your abuse, as well as your mom, um, and then mm -hmm. Juicy, Juicy's um, cousin has a, was it your cousin or your brother, Juicy? Juicy Cates? Well, she's probably not with us, but her my cousin, cousin, my cousin, her cousin, he, he, he agreed to come onto the show because he, he was ostracized and put out of his household coming out of the closet as a as a as a, as a minor as a he's a teenager and when he was wow. out, when he was put out and having to go and survive on the streets he was being pimped and prostituted as a way oh, wow. so he wow. tell his story as well and, and I want both of you to be on the show on the night that I have the mental health person so almost definitely if y'all go to crying and slang and snot and tears we got somebody on here with some letters behind your name that can help you. So I'm gonna just <laughs> we, got, we got letters behind ours. I'm gonna just say pray and take it. Criminal to God. charges don't count. This is criminal charges don't count. I got criminal letters and I got uh education <laughs> letters. I got both of them. So, <laughs> you on you on the night, Miss T Savage. T Savage yeah, on the night. Savage is on the night. That act on the road. Thank you. That was another another day. Um, Don Allen, thank you very much for that question. Thank you, Don Allen. No that. problem. That was yes. D Yes, Yes, Lord. <laughs> And here's our next segment of the day. Dear ATL, it's a segment of the show where you, the viewer, can write in and tell us about what's going on in your life. And we will read your letter and respond to your letter live here on the air. So if you're experiencing relationship problems, best friend disputes, baby mama, baby daddy drama, marriage issues, church hurt, church issues, and many, many more, send your letters to theanthonybrownshow at gmail.com. Since we do not have a letter of the day, no one sent in an email letter, I found an actual video that we could talk about for 30 minutes in place of the letter, which I think is just as interesting. I really wanted Tiamo on because I know Tiamo will be going the, the, the hell off when she sees this. But, um, and Legacy. But um, I, I'm going to show this quick video. I want y'all to take it in as much as you can and, and, and mental analyze it. And we're going to talk about it. Are you ready? Here you go. 
wife, Nanny I can't Nightmare, see it's got parents everywhere worried. The couple you're about to meet thought they'd found the perfect person to take care of their children until they say she stopped working and started squatting. Now the family that hired her can't get rid of her. Why won't she leave? ABC's Ryan Owens went inside in search of answers. How do you like that, Mom? For this California family, even the most routine of family activities, like the afternoon snack, anything but. Just look what happens when Mom goes for the fridge. I do it tight so she can't even stick her hands in there and try to pull things out. Yes, that's a bike lock on the refrigerator. Put there to keep the nanny away. I hired a nanny and she refuses to leave. I am completely on my wit's end. I've been crying. For nearly a month, the Bracamonte family has been trying to lock out their live-in nanny from a lot more than that fridge. This is America, land of the free, and I don't have... I'm not free in my home. I'm a prisoner in my home. They want her evicted from their suburban home in Upland, about an hour east of Los Angeles, after they say she quit working. This is your house. We're sitting in your living room. Did you have any idea it was so hard to kick somebody out of your house? No, because I've seen it happen so many times. People say, get out. So this corner of your house is basically off limits to you guys right now. But they have a problem now. Meet 64-year-old Diane Stratton. The family says they fired the live-in nanny after they claim she quit working around the house, complained of health problems, and spent nearly all day locked behind this door. And if I want to see this room, you won't let me inside. We can't let you inside. This is now, by court, by law, this is her domain. Even though it's in your house? Even though it's in our house. We can't go in there. We can't open the door. We're off limits to a section of our own house. Stratton wasn't in the bedroom when we visited and wouldn't return our calls. But watch what happened when television station KCBS was rolling as the father served her with court papers on Wednesday night. Why won't you leave? They've asked you to leave. Why won't you leave? We have that clip of her not talking to the reporter. When you guys ask her to leave, what does she say to you? She smiles and shuts the door at me. Really? Really. The nanny moved in back in March after responding to this Craigslist ad seeking a nanny in exchange for free room and board. I've hired nannies this way before and people always ask me, did you do you a background check? Yes, I did. I did a background check. I've uh, called references. And she says everything checked out. And at first the arrangement worked. The three kids love their nanny. Four-year-old Ralphie was especially close to her. He loved her like grandma, like a grandma. And I would tell him, Mom, you have competition. But soon the family says their nanny became less Mary Poppins. As I expected, practically perfect in every way. Less Mrs. Doubtfire. Look at that face. You remind me of Stuart Little, one of the most honorable creatures in all of literature. And more nanny nightmare. But it turns out she does have rights, and this family has a mountain of legal paperwork to prove it. There is no timeline. It, it could be three months, it could be six months, she could end up filing bankruptcy, and it could start all over. In court, Diane Stratton has asserted she's more than live-in help. She's a tenant in the family home and should be afforded all the legal protection that comes with it. She got a judge to agree. The facts of this scenario are completely surprising, but the having to abide by the law and going through the formal eviction process is not surprising, um, because you know there's a general idea here that uh, we don't want people taking matters into their own hands. 
The family says she's little more than a squatter, one who apparently really likes to sue. 16, 17, 18. 18 lawsuits, whether she's a plaintiff or not. Diane Stretton's name is listed on dozens of civil lawsuits across Southern California. Why don't you just change the locks? Because you'll, it's an illegal lockout. And, and you, we can get sued for $60,000 or maybe even taken our house away from us. And yeah, it becomes a huge legal battle. You need to make sure that she has her day in court, however ridiculous it may be, and that then she's evicted properly. Are you scared of her? I wouldn't say I'm afraid of her, but I am fearful of when I'm not here. I'm fearful of when I have to go to work. I have to leave my family in the morning. I have to leave my children in the morning. She towers over my wife. You feel so helpless. You feel victimized. Do you think she's just looking for a free place to live? <clears throat> oh yeah. I think that she actually spends her day trying to ruin people's lives and a mis misery loves company. Perhaps, but this evening we found the Bracamontes three kids playing at home, seemingly unaware of the media circus swirling around their awkward living situation. They may have to deal with it for a while. The eviction process could take weeks, maybe months. Where's our safety, our justice in our own home? Until then, the bike lock stays on the fridge. I'm not gonna let her eat my food. I'm Ryan Owens for Nightline in Upland, California. Ooh, I want to go first. Whoa. Whoa. I had a similar experience um, in my father's home when I moved in to care for him. And there was a first tenant who had been written in the basement. And then when the pandemic happened, he's, you know, no one was able to work. He wasn't able to pay but in technicality he wasn't paying prior to the um, quarantine happening so it had been that was a good excuse to say oh I can't pay now that the quarantine happened and I was able to get him put out because of him being aggressive um, towards me and my father and his his rights all the way up until he started with his aggressiveness was exactly as what they were saying. And he literally locked us out of the basement where we could had to wash our clothes and wash and dry away in the basement. And he would lock us out the basement with a shower um, curtain rod so we couldn't get in the door at all. And that's our home, you know. And he would come up into our part of the home whenever he felt like it. He would lock us out, but we couldn't lock him out. And I was able to get him out because of him being, you know, violent and acting like he was going to do something. I don't know California's laws, but when she's towering over him, all they really should be hollering is they threaten. And then, man, I'd be defending myself and she might not be around. Because that's, that's very tactful. Let me ask you right this there. In your situation, Juicy, did the basement not have an exterior door? It has an exterior door. It has its own entry and exit way, but that uh, wasn't so how lock, he I was lock, I would lock him in the basement and he would have only had to go in and out that door. So, more to the story, like they probably have a lot more they didn't say in the video. The refrigerator, the basement um, was not a full kitchen apartment basement. Uh -huh. So um, the provisions when he moved in was if you wanted to get a stove or refrigerator, you're more than welcome. 
the space is provided, but we didn't provide the appliance. And he had a refrigerator that he he refused to he um, claimed it, it worked, but needed more room. So he was using the freezer upstairs, couldn't afford a, a stove. And because of the law and it being an apartment, he had to have access to food. So by them putting the lock on the fridge, that w- would be a violation to the law here where I live. Mm-hmm. And access to food, but not your food, though. Um, but if he doesn't have a way to cool it, like to keep it fresh, it had to be somewhere provided. So he was had to put it in our refrigerator. It was provided. It was, for, it was refrigerated in the basement, like you said. It didn't work. But it did. I said, I said, I'll bring you a refrigerator. Um, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't move it. So, so literally, I had a refrigerator in my kitchen and a refrigerator in my dining room, and a broken refrigerator in the in the basement. And what? Who was this person to you, Drew? Who was he to me? A tenant. Yeah. A tenant. Uh, a, a man who needed a place to stay. So, how what in 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 where you are? What's what's the law? Um, far as when someone become a come um a person that lives in what's the time uh, average of stay before a person become a tenant in your home? Well, um, over ten days is the law. A person becomes a tenant in your home, and the so you, you also have to remember that. No, he paid. He had been a tenant for years. Like mm-hmm. like she was a uh, working and doing her job and then stopped. You know. You they keep up with one thing, they were doing something for years and then stopped. So you had to do an eviction. But remember, quarantine, there's no evictions during the um COVID. Right. It wasn't. Right. But it is now. Oh, he's out. He got out during COVID when there weren't evictions because he got aggressive. And I was able to use the law on my side and get him put out because of right. But without that, I but could not, I, I would not have. I would not have been able to have anything. He would have been right there bothering us. Because I know here in the state of Florida, um, I think it's seven days. It's seven days, and if they get any mail to your address, they're not a tenant. Right, it's mail. It's the same way here. It's the same way here. It's the same mail too. Mm-hmm. And the crazy part is, it's the same way here in Texas even, too. Yeah, you can't even change their mailing address from your home. Mm-mm. Why can't you? I mean, you can fraudulently because they're the ones who have to put in for the change. The person is the one who has to put in the change for themselves. If you don't put it in for yourself, it's not legal. Mm-hmm. That's called that's a federal offense. So y'all had to go through all of that. Like 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 right now, like right now to today, me and my spouse had someone staying with us. If he wanted to come back and stay in our apartment, guess what? He still can. You know why? Because wow. he still gets mail at our apartment. Yeah. That's because y'all he's never changed. So, so you got what you need to do is do a uh, um a trail of everything that comes to return to sender. And right, no longer. Oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. No, he can't do it anymore because now we moved downstairs. 
So we're in a totally different apartment number. So his mail right. keeps going to that old right. apartment number. So he, he, if, he, if he tried to pull that and be like, oh, well, I want to come back because I get mailed at, um, no, you get mailed at 224. We live in 120. Right. <laughs> you ain't got, you ain't, you ain't never lived in 120. That's like, that's like squatters. You know, a person, you can have property and you can have it unattended for like, I think it's like 90 days. And if someone comes into your property, breaks in your home, squat and start living in your home you can't even if you came back and you're like hold on what the hell somebody in my house you can't just throw them out yeah you have to yeah like one time i had go ahead like, tony knows this tony knows this story one time i had allowed someone to stay in my house and not only did they stay, they moved in their significant other into my house. And so in order to put them out, because they were there more than 30 days, I had to go through the whole eviction process and everything. Mm -hmm. um, luckily, luckily, um, they tried to uh, get violent with me. And that's, I, that's why I said the thing with Miss Juicy, that reminds me of what happened to me. And I and I reported them to the police, so that made it. That made it so that broke. They made all that null and void. They just had to get out because mm -hmm. I live. I live in Texas, which is called an at will state. So if something like that happens, and it, it null and voids the whole uh, process. If they get violent or whatever, I basically when that when that happens, I can throw them out at will and get them gone at will. But going back to this video that we just watched and Juicy situation, Dinala's situation, somebody make it plain and clear to me. What goes through a person's mind that says, these are strangers to me. They're not family. They're not loved ones. They're not family. You know, they're, they're not, you know, somebody I dated. What gives them the audacity to say, well, I'm just going to stay in your house free and, and try and have the right to eat your food? Because they think the law is on my side and I'm going to do what I got to do to survive. They have no conscience. That was an excellent statement, Savage. I was about to say I agree so heartily with you. That is exactly the reason right there. They know the law and they know they can do it. And they do it. They have no conscience. And they have but absolutely no conscience. And the thing about it is half of them don't even know the law. They hear it from somebody else. Like you can't even read. How you know about this, sir? But the crazy thing is, is most of the time, you know, these people, for her to be so comfortable doing what she was doing, that's not the first time that lady done ever squatted on somebody. They have, house. they said they have had 18 losses. Yeah, That's 18 losses. losses. Yeah, she didn't She's did. living she didn't off of losses. And the mm -hmm. double high judges are allowing her to. Probably because she's a Caucasian individual. Because Y'all seen that movie about a Karen named Karen? No. No, they keep telling me about it. I told y'all about that movie. I got to see. I might pay for it again this weekend. What is it called? Uh, Karen. It, the movie just called Karen. Karen. Named Karen. Her name is Karen. And she's a real Karen. Is on Netflix. No, I paid for it. It was like four out three dollars or something. Well, when you say you pay for, where did you pay for it at? 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember, ma'am. <laughs> then how you going to pay for it again? Huh? Then how are you going to pay for it again? I'm going to Google, where can I go to watch Karen, the movie Karen? And Google going to tell me what it is. Well, Google it now for people can know how to go watch Karen. Okay. Okay, give me a second. So we'll give Karen, so we'll give Karen, so we'll give Karen some free promo? <laughs> well, the, I, I, the movie was just I was so I got white friends but I was mad uh, some movies like they make me mad I just uh. oh wait we don't want to make people mad now we are the experience <laughs> I mean any movie about injustice to the mistreatment of my people we gotta, stay healthy. Movie, we, we gotta uh, keep our immune systems up <laughs> okay doc <laughs> That's <laughs> Dr. Juicy. Dr. Juice Cake. Where does Cake come yeah. from? You asked me, I seen her booty, and it's a big booty, and it's juicy. And like, when you say Cake, I think about her booty. And I don't think about Juicy Booty. What is her name? It is. It is. <laughs> juicy, put in the camera, girl. Let me see. <laughs> I'm driving. Let me, okay, let, me, let, me, let, me go, let me let me let me try to get another picture. Just listen. Uh -oh. Pull over at the red light. <laughs> 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 you know how huh? I'm gonna show you all you like, well, good night, everybody. I gotta go to school in the morning, so I'll talk to y'all later. Uh-huh. She showed us her cakes. <laughs> you did juicy. <laughs> you you show cakes to me. I am appalled. We're alive, you all. But stays backstage, stays backstage. Stay. <laughs> Not oh, talking. Okay. Listen, okay. Okay. Seven, look, I'm just that lady. I don't know. I think. I think sometimes people just have to go on and fight. Somebody should have went on ahead and whooped her ass. Yes. And it would, and it, and and they would have had to separate us right then. And by the time one of, by the time I would have bond out. I wouldn't have hit the lady, but my wife or whoever my girlfriend should have went on here and did it. So both of them, I bond you out and we'll be done moving her stuff out by the time she get home. They say you can uh, watch Kevin on BET. But, um, I just, but I just put it in the private chat for us, y'all. Where you can watch it for free. I see it. Yes. Thank you. Courtney said, what the no, hell no, did no, I no. just We can watch it. We can advertise for free. Oh no, the ratings are going. Oh, oh, you know what? I I I, I saw it on Amazon Prime. Thank Prime department, Don Allen. Huh? Y'all heard me? Thank you, research department. That was fast and quick. Y'all okay, heard me? Prime. What you say, dude? I mean, um, Savage. I said I, I watched it on I, I watched it on Prime, Amazon Prime. But what I, but what I just said, y'all was free. Yeah, I can't. I'm not gonna sit there and watch the movie on my phone. I stopped there years ago. I'm too grown to be watching movies on my phone. Too grown for that. I got a whole team. I mean, I'm not. I appreciate the link, you know, because I'm. Never, huh? Pull it, up on your, pull it up on your phone and cast it to your TV. I've never done that. I tried it. I was having some technical difficulties. This phone is possessed. How you doing, Cordell? What's going Can't on there? Can you use um, your cord from your phone to do hook it to your TV? Honey, this ain't the iPhone. This is Android, so I don't know what kind of. Okay, you, you still you can get a, 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 C, a C to HDMI. Yeah, a C to HDMI cord. Mm -hmm. I don't have an HDMI cord. 
Okay, so so are we finished talking about this nanny? We are. I just can't believe that someone would do such a thing. I, I, I can't fathom that. I don't know why you can't. People go get, people gonna, if they can get something for free, they gonna get it. Well. And that's in any race. We got about five minutes, seven minutes before we go into the topic, but so I want to show y'all this one video, uh, two videos actually I was saving. This one kind of reminded me of Legacy. Oh, everything reminds you of Legacy. I got, one, I got one for Legacy and one for Tiama. Oh my God. The, the Tiama one can actually be um Savage too, because I, I can see that being Savage. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> but, this, but this one is definitely. I need to grab my Bible off of my dresser. <laughs> it's a little dusty, but it still works. Okay. <laughs> the blood never loses its power. Okay. <laughs> his his legacy's video. Come on, this. Oh my god! Oh my god! He on X Games mode. Oh my god. Oh my god. He on X Games mode. Superman playing football. I saw, mm. I've seen that move happen in real life in on high school. Football. Yeah. He done Me too. Over. I ain't never seen that. He done leaked over somebody to keep from getting tackled. Yep. He wanted that touchdown. That is crazy. Keaton said, Akia, my eyes blurry. Tina said, the movie Karen 2021. It's a racist movie about a Caucasian woman that tries to pull out all the stops to read. You ain't supposed to tell him what it's about. <laughs> you read it. You I read it. No, I stopped when I realized she was how deep into detail she was going. Thank you, Miss Tina. You just say it's a movie. It's a movie about a person named Karen that is a real life Karen. And once you say that, everybody know what a Karen is. Now here's here's a video that reminded me of Savage and Tiama. <coughs> Bring that here now. Did you catch it? I'm, it, it didn't play on my end. Did that baby catch that fist? The, the, baby, <laughs> the baby said, "Fuck you, bitch." Yep. <laughs> There you go again. Bring that here now. Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing about that video. Kids react off of your reaction. So nine times out of ten, the child has heard somebody else say that. Mm -hmm. And it's not a reaction they got. So they're saying it just to get the reaction. They don't know what they're saying. They just exactly. want the reaction. They will know, though. No, no. I wouldn't beat my daughter for that at that age. I would have sat her down and explained to her, you heard such and say that, but that's not right. We don't talk like that. You just saying that to get the reactions. I wouldn't beat my daughter. The child don't know. Okay, then they don't remind me of Savage. They remind me of Tiama, because Tiama would have got with her. Yeah, cause that you gonna have to. It, it depends to, on how old a child is. The the formulate that entire sentence like that, 
You know enough, so I'm gonna show you. That baby said F U B, and think about it, they mimic everything. So if he wanted, he say F U B. He heard somebody else say F U B. He just repeat what he heard as the reaction that that person got. He must but, have he, but he said he that he said that with too much clarity, though. He must have closed his eyes when he was listening to the grown folks say it because it was a fist that would throw after the fuck you bitch part from grown people. So I'm gonna show you with a little tantalize. I'm gonna tenderize that little ass, and you gonna know that you don't say that to people no more, especially grown folks. You don't say that no more to nobody. Kill you. Mama stashed mm -hmm. off her weave and everything. Daddy it's called, her, her, that you. Big kids don't work for every child. Guess what? If you train them in the beginning, that this is what yeah, you get. You just you, you ain't gotta tell me because I trained my daughter at nine months. She was getting popped on the bottom of her feet. You Papa, better believe damn. it. You better believe it. But that right there to me, that's different. They just repeat what they heard, and they, ain't gonna re they and, won't repeat it you, no more. Right, but you can. Tell your child not to repeat it without beating them if it's the first time they say it, depending on how old they are. If you four you years old, if you four, if you three, you know better. Even if you two, but if you one, you know, you just repeat what you heard. But we don't know how old that child was. I'm just right. assuming the child was one, Legacy. Tina said, I will be watching this soon. You can watch on Fire Stick. I'm watching y'all on big screen. Send it to my phone. <laughs> That's called showing love to it got them, oh, Tina. Tina, watch it on the big I like, I like cussing. It, it's, it's like fun. It, I, okay. The words are just fun to say. And my first three didn't really like repeat me like that. But I had the uh, the fourth one. Oh, he was surprising, and he repeat would just come out with it at the right time with the right context, like exactly. And, so that, and, that baby and, came out with the right sentence at the right time. Yes, and he knew exactly what he was saying and knew he was wrong for saying it because Tina said, said, my bad, y'all. Tina said, my bad, y'all. But um, I wasn't the, the parent to, to beat him because I knew I was the parent that taught him. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> Okay. Right it, was, it was the same. It was the same way with me growing up because I grew up in a, I grew up in what I call a cursing household. My grandma cussed, my mama cussed, my auntie cussed, everybody. Every other word was an MF for them. Not the evangelist cussed. Oh yeah. She as soon as she get out of church, she 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 saw something she like in church. She get in the car talking about did you see that did you see that bitch, Sister Johnson? Oh nasty whore. She came with that skirt slid all the way up there to the side of her hip. You can see her coach, your old nasty bitch. Oh, no, you just got out of church. I, I got to be like one of the rarest people in the world, me and my sister. My sister and I, uh, we have never, ever heard our parents curse. We never seen her cuss, smoke us to smoke, drink, nothing. We picked that shit up on our own. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, no, well, no, I grew up, I grew up, I grew up in a cursing household, drinking household, smoking household. So my mom would leave, would leave church, leave Bible study, praising the Lord, speaking in tongues, and go home and light up a good old, uh, good old, uh, uh, what's that, that cigarette, Newport 100. She'd grab uh -huh. her, uh, her, her scotch, uh, her whiskey, 
and put on that with me last two dollars. Yes. No, she wasn't. Don Allen. Don Allen. Huh? No, she wasn't. <laughs> she was. With her house coat on. Mm -hmm. And cussing about everything. Y'all been waiting for outside of smoke. Chill out. Cousin about it. Cousin about everything. Somebody came around. Be talking to y'all to hit train in the background. Cousin, cousin, everybody up by what she just seen, what she heard at, at church. The bitches she don't like at church. That bitch can suck her pussy and she can't stand her. Lord, oh, yeah. my mom was that. Jeez, my mom was that 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 evangelist. Yes. Wait, she was Oh yeah, my mom was a licensed uh, licensed ordained evangelist preacher. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, uh, and play bingo. Take your head, Savage. <laughs> Savage could do it but shake her head. That where I get my bad habits from. Yeah. People just be perpetrating. Like if you ain't bought that life of Christ, just stop acting like you are. Just be your True, authentic self, and just keep your relationship with God. Don't be around here leading people off the fucking cliff. Mm, people yeah. have dangerous. They want to. They want to follow the people, but you know, looking at you like, how you call yourself this, but you acting like that. I was yeah. the one calling the bitches out. I know you ain't talking to me now. I just heard you cussing down the street a couple a couple days ago. You trying to talk to me about how I'm talking? Hmm. <laughs> okay. Wow. It'll be like Sister Jones. I'm gonna need you to hush Sister Jones. I just heard you. I just heard you, Sister Smith. You you was cussing your grandson out. Right Listen, my daddy, my daddy saved a lot of people. I respect my daddy. A lot of people didn't get it. Who should have got it? Should have got all this. Not the gold bite. Not that. Oh, I'm talking about this mouth. That's what I'm talking about. Bite like a pit bull telling them about their business. Mm -hmm. You don't want to like a pit bull. <laughs> I'm about to get some more piercings, y'all. I should take the ATL show with me to the tattoo parlor. Yeah. I told you I'm going. Yes. I told you I'm going. <laughs> I want to get. I want to get my nose. I want to get my nose. I'm getting. I do too. Say what, Tony? Also, I'm savage. Take you with you. Take her. Take you with her. Okay, Juicy, where you at? Oh, Washington. Well, I'm in Washington D.C. Oh, I ain't been there since I was in fifth grade. What is making trouble? With the patrol, you should come on up. They got a new museum now. Uh, I'm. I'm lying. I'm lying. I never been because they was trying for God. My sister went. I didn't go. They was trying to skip me up a grade. I didn't want to get skipped up no grade. I want to hang out with my friends. And, <laughs> and that you want to hang it. out with your you want you want to hang out with your friends and do your hood rat friends and do hood rat stuff. No, I didn't become hood rat ish till sixth grade. I was I hang out with my hood rat friends. Cause I went to I went to Grady Bethel. I went to a Christian school where they make you learn Bible verses and pound it in front of the class with this big old battle like you in a sorority or fraternity. Well, I know they didn't miss all that energy, but you had. Shut up. 
<laughs> At least I can see over the counter. Listen, you right there with me, Shawty. Nah, play a play, y'all. So then, you know I can't, y'all. You know I just came from the eye dot and I can't see today, right? So tomorrow, if you you work tomorrow, you don't. You can't see. I can't see nothing. You can't see this. Damn it! I said nothing. Obviously, you saw it because you commented. No, I didn't. I'm trying to get you to understand. I can't see you. So I'm so I'm again savage. I made it bigger. Can you see it? <laughs> Read between the lines, sir. Okay, I got you. I got you. Okay. You're supposed to hold it down. And say All right, y'all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go in where I'm going, y'all. And I will see y'all later. Good night, hey, y'all. Thanks for coming in. Have a good night. Thanks, Adrian. Adrian says hello. Adrian said hello, everyone. Miss Adrian, where you at, baby? That's not Miss Adrian. Adrian, talk. Oh, 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 that, oh man, ain't nobody studying muscle bound, dude. <laughs> we speak to everybody. We honor all our guests. I don't, I don't like, me and Adrian don't get along. I don't even get along with him. You have to get along. Just get be cordial. You ain't got to be that man BFF. Just be cordial. When he get to the, when he get to the states, me and him got some issues we got to deal with. Don't worry about it, Adrian, because I got your back, sir. You see what I'm talking about? That shit be so crazy. <laughs> Five dollar Friday. Tony, you know Adrian from the Five Bike, don't you? Of course. <laughs> Ten more said, I can put on the bitch be a sock seat. I'm done. Legacy, did you type into this thing and create this app, this 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 profile for Tina Mo? I so I can see Legacy's whole body better. What the fuck? Other than that, only thing I can see is he has the biggest, beautiful smile and the largest. Get the fuck, Tina. Ah, thank you, Miss Mo. I can't see you right now, girl, but I will. Hey, next Tina, week. you can read between the lines too. Both the lines, both of them. Let me do a double time. Double time. I love you, Adrian. You my brother, baby. Yeah, you talk too much. That I got, hey, Adrian, I got your back, bro. Don't worry about it. You hit the states too. What's up? I got. Oh, you said midget. <laughs> we gonna be politically correct, little people. Okay, he's a little person and he has a little complex. When you yell so loud, when you, talk you so loud. Savage, when you meet Savage, you gonna call her a dwarf that got missile titties that just shoot out at you. They gonna be at your kneecap. Missile titties. You talk about my breasts. I'll put oh them in the Ain't nothing missile about these. These bitches is big and full. They ain't shooting missile or nothing. It's going to be crazy. Wow. You just bad at my gas You just bad at my titties taller than you. That's the problem. Oh, wow. Mad. Oh. Them The missile out. Them gal, them gallon jugs, you know, good wear them things floaters. What'd you say? He he got a nerf gun. He you got missiles and he got nerf. Child. Well, just kidding, legacy. I love you all. Oh, uh -huh, you I like how you like the backtrack. Hey, this is all you on YouTube. <laughs> you call somebody got they love to try to back it up, don't they? What that mean, oh. DWL? 
Guys are on the charter. Where's DJ everywhere? Huh? Oh, that was, oh. How, uh, okay. <laughs> Nothing about that. Let's get into tonight's topic. Let's get it. Let's go. Adrian said milk bullets. Damn. <laughs> Be quiet before I shoot you across the water. You don't even know. <laughs> hey, Brent, they, they full enough to reach over there, too. Hey, Legacy, keep your pew. Hey, Jerry, pew, pew, pew. That's for you. <laughs> Never heard of I'm not doing this. Y'all got me on one tonight. Mm-hmm. How long? How long can you and what basically we were talking about in this topic is, you know, um, people, oh, let me, oh, my camera's off. I'm sorry. You know, the other people, the Karens and those people, they often mourn the Holocaust. Um, 9-11, the Holocaust, which was God knows how many years ago. They mourn um, 9-11, which was 20 years ago. They mourn um, Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor, which was many, many years ago. However, when we try to commemorate or remember things like um, Black Wall Street, the, the bombing of Black Wall Street, um, slavery, um, um, Rosewood, Rosewood, anything dealing with the Black culture, they want to tell us things like. Well, get over it, or act as if it's less important. Um, he said his dead with laughs. DWL. Dead with laughs. Send them. I can float up to get by. Good job. Let me tell you, that was not a compliment. Listen. You trying to throw on these things. I promise I'll turn you straight. I don't know your sexuality, but um, I would turn you straight if you're not. So no need. No goodness, Lord. Yo, man. Call him. Call him. Jesus, call him. <laughs> I got to be enough for me and my dog that's not here tonight. My bestie's not here, so I got to represent both of us. You know? yeah. So, so yeah, back to the topic. Um... So so I don't know what's me off because you you stop for the comments. <coughs> so basically, we're trying to figure out why is it okay to mourn and commemorate the Caucasian things, history, that things that took place in their life, but not okay. Yeah. To mourn things that took place in our life and in, in our history. So well, I. Go ahead, Tony. My bad. How long should one mourn? We, we spoke well, to a, we, hold on. Wait, let me say this last thing. We spoke to a, a person today on the phone and we was asking him, you know, how long is too long or how long is, is sufficient for mourning? And he was basically saying like 30 days a week. Um, you know, so at some point when, when the situation is, is done and over, it's time to move on with your life. Because, yeah, you you know, you probably knew somebody who died in 9-11. Yeah, you probably knew somebody that was in slavery. Yeah, you probably knew somebody who died in Rosewood. Yeah, but but to commemorate it, you're reliving the hurt and the pain. Mm-hmm. Which is not healthy. 
the reality would go ahead, uh Jason. No, no, go ahead. I like your well, the reality. You go ahead, baby. Go ahead. Well, don't worry about it, I'll take it. Nope. It's not oh, no, 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 you shut your ass up. Do you go ahead? <laughs> I'm yielding for him. I I see I see the top the topic is about mourning, and that is the grieving time period that we are missing that person. And that shouldn't be long because it's unhealthy to harbor those feelings. It messes up our gut and stomach flora. Yep. However, when you were speaking of the Holocaust, 9-11 and different incidents like that, that's a memorial that they're doing. And they do it to, to keep bringing awareness and to let the memory in it to live on. And we shouldn't do it because that will be empowering to us. For them, that's empowering because all of those people who passed on during those times, they're saints. Once they go through that time of that that traumatic system situation and for them happening, that made them a saint to that. So to remember and to honor honor them is not in a grieving um, negative side. It's an uplifting and and like it's like um, promoting and giving uh, a reward to them for being going through what they went through. I think that we never get over. I know, Tony. We never get over the loss. We only learn how to cope with it. Because mm-hmm. you never really get over losing somebody. You just learn how to live with it and cope with it. Well, I, 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 I got to say this, uh, Juicy. I hear you loud and clear, but this, the whole stance of it is, uh, is you can't say for one race of people that because the Holocaust happened, that it's a it's a uh, 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 we're 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 remembering them we're commemorating them or it's an on or a celebration every time we turn around and talk about um, the Holocaust because truthfully there were there was a lot of people that they got slaughtered in the Holocaust there was but the Holocaust did not exceed four hundred years. Hold on. And, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Call her, you on the air. They hung up. Okay. We had a call here. Go ahead. I'm sorry. The the, the Holocaust did not exceed over 400 years. And on top of that, black folks are still enduring uh, financial um, hardship to this day behind all the the 400 and some odd years of slavery that black people worked and built this country from the ground up and then getting paid a dime for it. So when I hear people say, you know, black folks should move on. Slavery happened that far ago that they didn't have anything to do with it. You can't tell me that. You don't want us as a whole to say slavery happened and or you really don't even want to acknowledge that slavery happened because you don't want to, you know, deal with sitting on the on the counselor's couch and dealing with the fact that white folks enslaved and brutalized and hung and killed and shot and sent dogs and water holes and 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 cut babies out of women's stomach and fed them to alligators and things of that nature as bait. 
they don't the white culture does not want to deal with the fact of the the injustices that their family brought upon black people for almost 400 and still to this day close to 500 years of injustices to black americans and then we can't you mean to tell me we can't commemorate or we can't we can't celebrate that but you want me to respect y'all celebration of the holocaust or 9/11 yes i'm sorry that that happened to your to people but we're talking about something that the holocaust happened when uh, maybe a little bit over 100 close to almost 150 years ago if that and we, and um 9/11 happened 20 20 years ago and every year we're and pearl harbor happened almost 70 years ago and we're reliving that every day I mean, excuse me every year every year on those days that those things happen we're reliving those and you want people to donate money to this you want people to to, to to take a moment of silence for this when do you take a moment of silence for over millions and millions of blacks that were killed all across the united states and other countries during slavery we don't hold we don't hold a a, a, a memory well most blacks should but we don't hold we don't have something that memorize or commemorate slavery we are told to, to don't even talk about it Blacks, black kids don't even learn about slavery in school to know that these are the things that the white people did, that the same white people that we go and put our lives on the line for in our military, the same white folks that we work for every day. These are the ancestors or, or, or the children or the great grandchildren of those people that did that to black people. And then to, to for us, the, the whole wait, honor. Wait, we do talk about slavery in school, but we don't go in depth. In depth as much as we should. We we go exactly. a little bit, but we don't go to the to the details. We're right. politically correct, teaching but, about slavery. But but, but the reason the reason the reason we talk about slavery because there's another reason. If you tell blacks kids in the beginning of school when they first start going to school, if we're gonna talk about black people, that black people were kings and queens and things all across this country, you will empower black kids to feel like kings and queens throughout their lives because they feel like they came from royalty. But if the only thing that you teach black kids is that they came from slavery, they already have no, they, they're already looked upon by other races as nobody because that's, that's what you're, that's what you're teaching that we were, that we were slaves. No, we were brought into slavery. We were never slaves. We were brought into slavery. That's the same reason how the why they do as far as the mourning and saying that we can't mourn, but they can. Same reason. Because they don't want us to be empowered. And like I told Tony when we was talking about this, if you look at the Holocaust, the Holocaust never happened in the United States of America. It never happened in the United States of America. But America has paid Jewish people who have participated and lost families in the Holocaust, millions and billions of dollars since it happened. Why? But when black folks who were enslaved, murdered, shackled, chained down, thrown off of ships when they died, um, trying to bring them from Africa and things like that in other countries, we were told that, guess what? We can't even fight to try to get reparations. Why? Why is it that we can give other countries, other people who are not in that was that had no injustices done to them by the United States, 
like the Holocaust, that we can donate millions and millions of dollars to them, but we can't give those same millions and millions of dollars to the black people who families and ancestors who lost their lives and things like that in the United States. So fuck a goddamn um, 9-11 and a Holocaust. Can you hear me? Oh, y'all can hear me. But I went ahead and said the whole thing. What you mean, fuck 9-11? I'm going to say this you again. Know, black people passed away there, too. It wasn't just white people that died. Listen, when I say that, I don't mean in disrespect for the people that lost their lives. I'm talking about the corporation and the business side of it that makes money off of this every year because people mourn and, don't, and have not gotten over it, and they use it as a tactic to build funds for America and the corporation that it is. Not the people that died in the family. I don't say I ain't saying that in the sense of if the families that went through that hardship. I'm just saying that we have to look a little bit deeper. So you're saying they're collecting, they're collecting funds, is what you're saying. I'm trying to understand what every, you're saying. Every, yes, every, they do. Every year something for 9-11 is being sold. Yes. Sold, yeah. You talking about like memorabilia and items and yes. stuff like that to commemorate yes. it? Yeah, and but ask this answer this question why haven't those families that lost their lives in 9-11 why haven't they been given compensation like that how they give out the Jews every year for the Holocaust why those people haven't why is it that our military veterans whose families died in Pearl Harbor at war for the United States why is it that we have more veterans on the street homeless and we don't have anything to really help them get off of that. Like T7 said, PTSD. Them folks dealt with some things on that ship. And some of those people are still living to this day. And mm -hmm. their families had to go through some traumas too that haven't been it that haven't been dealt with. And we and we don't we don't give our we don't take care of our veterans the same way we take care of the Jewish people who who was over there at Holocaust. What about when we dropped the bomb over there in Pearl Harbor? I mean, not Pearl Harbor, after Pearl Harbor on um, Nagasaki and Hiroshima. You don't hear them talk about it, but they, they still take care of um, Japan, um, China and Japan right now behind that situation, right now, paying them for going over there dropping this goddamn on atomic bomb on them people. That's how them folks was able to get back up financially after that because the United States paid them so many billions of dollars. Hmm. But they don't talk about that in school. They don't tell you about how much money they don't paid them folks for what they did to their people over there because the people over there still dealing with the after effects of the doggone bombs being dropped on them over there even to this day. You know why we don't get any money like that? Because we not a people. We only three folks. That's what they say. I wonder... And I, and I think we should do some research and, and find out how to do this. How and who do you talk to to rewrite the Constitution to make us a, a, a human? We no way. I think it would have to fall into our second agreement, our our our, um, our rights. Underneath the Second Amendment, not agreement. Sorry, we have to um, first act that one out. Get them to step down, 
and then create our own system. Miss Juice, I love I love when you be talking, but I'm trying to work, I'm trying to figure out what America that's gonna take place in. Yeah, well, you know like what? The thing of it is, I don't know. One thing we got to stop the divide in the color. Because in our United States of America, we have more registered gun carriers than the military has people in it. So we have enough people carrying guns and a power to do what needs to be done and enough people who do not like what's being done to be done. The reason why it's not happening is because we're still divided as a people. We're still divided by the color. We're still divided by the money. If we set those differences aside, everybody got to eat. Everybody got to breathe. Everybody wants to live. If we put those principles at the forefront and set the other differences aside, and become one and go against who is against us that's america right there that's what we're built and supposed to be here to do but but when i talk about when we talk about mourning you know I, it started out with me and tony talking about you know the loss of life and um i had a i had a son that passed away and he was born um April 18th, um, 2012, and he passed away May 26th, 2012, complications. And um, we buried him and things of that nature. He actually, I had to actually pull the plug and hold him until he passed away in my arms. And um, that was one of the hardest things I've had to do in my life, probably the hardest. And um, the bury, to, to go through the funeral process, to bury him, and, you know, I was like, it bothers me because we we go through that process and I, I, I couldn't keep going back out to the grave to visit him um, like people make it um, something like uh, um, 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 what is it when people make um, tradition? Yeah, tradition. And, and I think that's what has to stop because. Every year you're looking forward to going back to repeat this history that took place. I don't think you have to keep going back over and over and over visiting this gravesite. First of all, that person's not there. Secondly, you know, if you if if you know God and you know yourself, that person or, or has gone back to the, its creator and, and it is in a better, safer place than where we are right now and don't have to worry about pain struggling or anything no more and then every year we repeat this same process we repeat the same tears we repeat the same hurt over and over and over again why it's unhealthy to continue to do that because like juicy said earlier it it, it messes with your stomach it gives you ulcers it gives you headaches migraines Da, da, da. After the third time of me going out there after the third year, I told myself that I was never going out there again like that because he's not there. So I'm not going to keep going to visit a tomb and, and knowing that my child is no longer there. I'm not going to keep dragging myself mentally like that. But it's people that walk around here doing this same process for 30 years. 30 yeah. years. You've been, doing, you've been doing this same thing for 10, 15 years of feeling this pain and hurt instead of let, instead of dealing with it and let it go and move forward with life. 
Another you know, that... some. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Mm -mm. You know, you 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 trump me. Go ahead, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, girl. <laughs> I was gonna just say, you know, some people find um, peace in the cemetery and going to the grave, and they find comfort in being there. I was brought up um, very. I want I, today. I kind of want to say emotionless. My mom was like, "You don't miss people because if 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 you want to see them, go see them. You want to talk to them, call them. So don't waste that energy to miss someone that is around. You miss the people who are dead because they're no longer here. And I and I, people be like, "I miss you," and I'm like, "Why? I mean, I'm right here. What did you miss about me that you couldn't have had? Because it's right here." Then she would talk to us and say, you were looking for sympathy. It's in the dictionary between shit and syphilis. So she mm. brought us up to, to be like, kind of like not to care in that sense. But my father just recently passed and my friend who passed the scleroderma, those two impacted me in a sense that I grieved, I mourned, and I had a miss energy go over me too. But I, what I realized is I wasn't ready to let them go, there were still things that I desired to do and enjoy with them. So that prolonged my morning. What I did with my friend to help me get through my grieving and my morning process, because it was like, this is too much. And I need to start doing it again with my father because I find myself still finding times to cry when I shouldn't because he is in a better place. However, I would the things I wanted to do that I feel like I missed out the opportunity to do, I still did them. I'd take a picture of her with me so we could still be doing it together. Or I'd take something that reminded me of her so I'd still be doing it with her. And the energy felt like I was in the company of because her spirit, I felt it there versus her actual physical being. But And that 30 days, like how I feel today based off how I was brought up, I don't think you could put a time period on it. I think it's about how that individual and what they need to go through to get to where they have to be. And some take a long time, but that's when maybe therapy might need to be taken up, um, you know, to seek some help because too long stress kills. Do you think five years is healthy? No. However, they usually, like when I was studying, five years was about the amount of time, three to five years that it took for you to get over that loved one's death and start moving forward in life in a better place. Right. And this one thing I, I see often, especially in the black community, is... Let's say your your loved one who passed away birthday is March first. Every year y'all having a birthday party for that person on the, the the day that would have been their birthday with t-shirts, balloons, everything, cake, but they're not there. You're still celebrating the dead person's birthday. That's because to me, people don't be ready to let people go and you have to learn to let people go 
Just like, you know, you hold on to relationships and you don't be want to let them go. And, you know, if, if you love a person, you know, I do. I try to do my best as a son um, for my mom while she lives here, my auntie that helped raise me. And I try to get them their flowers and things of that nature while they are alive right now so that they can enjoy those things. And what I mean by my flowers, I mean my love, my admiration, my respect, uh, my dedication, and everything I can to them to show appreciation of how they raised me to be uh, uh, the man that I am and things of that nature. And then uh, if, if God called them home before he called me home, I don't never want to be that person that is regretting the time that I didn't get to spend with them. I don't want to be that person that uh, still got a damn voicemail of their mama and auntie and people voices on their phone calls, still paying a person phone bill so that they could just hear that voicemail one more time. If you give these people the love and the respect while they're here, your soul can, 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 can rest knowing that you did all you can do. And there's no need because you never, you never, go without them because they are a part of you. So you're never like without. And I just, you know, I teach my kids right now that, you know, at any time God can call y'all dad home. Your dad, God can call your mom home. And I don't want you having that type of um, remorse about me passing on. I want you to understand that I did the best that I could. I try to be the best father that I can be and that I tried to raise you to be better than I was and to hold on to that and not the fact that my dad is gone because I do plan on one day maybe seeing you again in a better place than here. So we just have to learn to give our, give our loved ones flowers and, and things and appreciate and love on each other while we're here because that day of expiration and, and you know what? One of the things is I remember reading in the Bible where the Bible say, God say, let the dead bury the dead. I'm going to say that. <laughs> he said, I didn't say that. God said, let the dead bury the dead. So that means once they gone, they not in the graveyard. They gone. They gone to get ready for judgment. So we got to just understand that Maybe, some people, maybe a year or two it takes to get over something like that. But to be holding on to this ceremonial process, going through this shit every year, is a bit ridiculous and redundant to me. I agree, 100%. Miss Savage, I haven't heard much from you, love. Let me hear from you. I like how she rolled her eyes just then. Um, what you say, Juicy? You had looked up when he said something. I said, I liked how you looked up this damn body language speaks. <laughs> she can get her eyebrows wiped off and she do it again. <laughs> <laughs> they're, not, they're, not, they're not drawn on, drawn on. What's up with you? Um, I mean, I, when it comes to death, I just have that one, that one line I said in the beginning. That's how I feel about it. Um, you never get over it. You just know how to it. And that's my um, opinion on that. I feel like, and the the 
the biblical sense or the Christian sense or the religious world or whatever you call it, um, a lot of people that are practicing Christians that actually practice it like they should, um, leaning depending on the fact that you will see your loved one again on the other side. So that's how people, a lot of people that I know, learn how to cope with uh, death in such a short time. If that makes sense. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Okay. So, um, yeah, that's just how I feel. You don't you never get over it. You just learn how to cope with it, how to live with it. And you have the hope knowing that when you die, if you go to heaven, you're going to see your people again. And that's what we're taught. That's what we believe. And that's what you believe. That's what I believe. Mm-hmm. You know, just speaking for me, I'm not ready to die. But I want to, you know, <clears throat> be in a position to where I do die, I can go to heaven and see my people. So. You know, um, I, I looked at the scripture where they said, let the dead bury the dead. And how I was saying, you know, when people pass on and they hold them as saints, when when a black person passes on, we don't see our ancestors as saints. We don't, we don't trans, we transition them from life to death. We don't transition them from life to everlasting life. And and that's what they do when they have someone pass on. They aren't passing on and dying. They're passing on and continuing. They're passing through a realm and going on to another journey. And so they're celebrating them because that gives them energy to keep going on. In Kabbalism, that is the reason that they have those death anniversaries. And each death anniversary of the saint that passed on, and every day of the year, like a Jewish calendar, they've got somebody on almost every day of the year of when that person died and what they did on that day. That's gonna, and they have them marked as good energy days or bad energy days because that person might not have been that good of a person, but he still became a saint because he died. And it's it's the way they carry on the legacies of their loved ones where we go from ashes to ashes dust to dust but 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 juicy it's i mean it so basically i'm trying to determine who who makes someone a saint because that's something that's just that i feel that should be ordained by god if that's the case, not man, because so we would say death does because God is the re- de- God is overall, and we God that's God's calling. Okay, so, so again, man can't ju- can't make a decision on who is a saint because only person that can judge that is God. So how do human beings who who are just as just as fragile and just as human as the person that passed away? Make a royal decision to say we're gonna we're gonna deem this 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 person a saint. We're gonna deem this person. No, your ass is out of here, and you got to go before judgment. And 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 we don't know we don't know past death. What is next? 
And no, I don't care what religion you are in or what faith you have, because it's black people in Africa whom we had a different religion before we came to America. And the, and the way that they 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 um wrap their their ancestors up and and did certain um ceremonial things and that's called voodoo. If you look at it in America right now, that's considered to be voodoo to be talking about your ancestors and you talking to your ancestors this and that. Now that's not considered to be um um sanctifying somebody. That's considered to be witch um, witchcraft and voodoo in the United States. And the only reason why it is is because that's what the black culture does, which is the same thing, but just a different title. Words are symbols used for us to communicate to bridge the gap. A saint is nothing but a spirit that has departed into heaven. So what determines a person to be a saint? You're right. Who knows who went to heaven, but they say God. Who even knows what heaven well, is? Well, so Donnie McClurkman says, seen as a sinner that fell down, but got up. <laughs> <laughs> and we never would have made it. <laughs> it, it, it listen, it, Sammy, don't surprise you ain't had no song for that one, baby. I will wait. <laughs> no, I listen. There you go. There you go. But see, but Juicy, I was trying you, to be good. You you f me back up now. <laughs> but Juicy, that's what I'm saying. When it comes to that, when people p go over to the next to to supposedly going back to our, to the Creator, we're saying they're saints. Their spirits is sanctified, and that they're saints. Them same spirits that gonna go get judged gonna end up being in hell too sometimes. So they couldn't have been saints. That's nothing that that, that that behooves me at time of death. Everybody wanna sit stand up in the pulpit and be like, you know, um, yeah, Roger died and he was a good old man and blah blah blah. You know, he's in a better place now and he's with the Lord in heaven and he's in his bosom and no. First of all, <laughs> was, he, was hell, he was a hell raiser. He was right here murdering, killing, stealing, robbing, beating people. You know, you know what I'm saying? Never repented, don't go to church, didn't pay tithes, didn't pay offering, never paid taxes, lived by the sword, died by the sword. Y'all know that. You know, so how can you stand in the pulpit and be like, well, he was a good person because he brought you money every week? Because <laughs> he, he has some good, good ding a ling. <laughs> or some flotatious breast. Some, some nice tongue. <laughs> no. What did you, you better it, know it. <laughs> so you know, when I think about it, you know, I just feel like me and everybody got that. But I just think that after a few years, you know, it's okay to always remember that that you loved them. But to go through the ceremonial thing of, you know, everything that I, I mean, you can look at people, everybody. If watch when next year come around, when when the Fourth of July comes, you are gonna see people say the Fourth of July supposed to be about Independence Day, and it had nothing to do about Black folks' independence. It was no, about we celebrate Juneteenth. Okay, listen, listen, y'all, y'all talking about? I've been to about Juneteenth. Uh, nobody I mean, listen, you ain't about you. I just said what we're celebrating. But we're celebrating a false day because ain't nobody damn free. 
Okay, legacy. We don't have enough time to debate this. It's ten forty-four. So we need you to don't have it. school in the morning, beautiful. You don't have school in the morning. Listen, I'm not standing up to by My baby got her ACT in the morning. I got she got to be there by eight. But so, well, let's tell you what. We'll we'll pick this up on another time, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna go ahead and close out with that. We're gonna have um. Miss Juicy, could you please um enlighten the ATL world on how they can get in contact with you? Well, we have a banner, and I'll read it to you. <laughs> we have a banner. Go ahead, Ben Black. We don't better get <laughs> You can find me on Facebook as Nicole Gracefully Perseveres, or you can call my number. This is my office line, 785 Four two two six nine four nine, or Instagram Miss at Miss Beautiful, and you can get all of your holistic and nutrition needs. All right, we have YouTube channel as well. What's your YouTube? Oh goodness, it's called the Enlivening. E n l i v e n i n g the Enlivening. For sure, for sure. And we'll move forward with the vibracious, voluptuous T Savage. Give it to him. I forgot to tell you I wore my purple shirt to work yesterday. And the kids oh, yeah. say, Miss Bird, what's on your shirt? I said, That's a show that I'm on. I'm a partner with my family. Oh, uh, what well, which one is you? I said the one with my face on it. It was one of me. <laughs> Stay in school forever, little boy. Stay in school forever. Okay. Forever. Don't ever quit. Ever. Don't you uh -huh. ever quit. Okay. My IG is T Savage 1000. Facebook, all your drinking birds. TikTok at T Savage. Um, at uh, T underscore Savage 100. Birds, all you at gmail.com. Then Tony. That's how I go. See, you wrong. It's Tony, then Legacy. Whatever. So I'm going to be, be way, way at the top. Don't be leaving my dog out. We showed a commercial. Just in, we showed a commercial. Just in time accessories. Okay? <laughs> Do it. Do it then, I don't man. know it by heart. <laughs> I thought you did. No. Please, please put T.R. Mark before we get too, in trouble. I was about to say, you get the best bud award. <laughs> Adjusting time accessories. Uh, Instagram Tama01, Facebook.com slash Tama.copeland1, 954 873 6659. 
justintimeaccessories at gmail.com. www.justintimeaccessories.com. We have a win and everything in between. Yes. And I'm telling my bestie, I can't wait for this broadcast. I'm going to call her girl. Let me tell you how they skip those stuff. Uh, don't say they. She don't know you who it is. We know who run the show. We don't have probably legacy. And like he oh. in charge of everything. Oh, God. I just don't. Well, let's move and forward. And tell people really... they can find you, sir, because I'm ready to smoke my mama was talking about. Listen, let's bring out the guy that make it possible for all of us to have this platform to be able to give our um, intake and, and thoughts that we run through our brains sometimes. Um, our boss, Mr. Anthony Brown. Good evening, everyone. I'm Anthony Brown. You can find me on all social media, all social media platforms. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as YouTube under The Anthony Brown Show. I'm a YouTuber, influencer, a mentor. And as I always tell everybody, grind until you shine. All right, all right. This is where it goes, everybody. I am um, Legacy the Great. You can find me at, if I can, I can barely see it, but uh, T. Savage, I need you to read that for me. Oh, you muted now. Could you give it to her? I Hold on one it. second. Oh, go ahead, Juicy. I'm quiet. Legacy the Great Facebook. Our oh. Dream Williams. Our Dream Williams. YouTube. And they made a nightmare. Our nightmare. Go ahead. <laughs> Antonio Williams. Email A U N Y A W M S 121 at gmail.com. Or two two nine six three zero seven six one five. Thank you, Ms. Thank you, Ms. Cakes. I appreciate it. D I A L A hole. That's one eight eight dial a hole. Extension ATL. Oh my goodness! They're closing, y'all. I just want to leave. I want to leave this with y'all. Thought before we get out of here tonight. That um. Nobody's telling anybody not to hold on and love the memories of their loved ones that were lost in any tragic or even just passing on to, you know, a greater journey in life. We, we all are and will one day, you know, make that journey as well. But never drag your mind, never drag your heart and your energy out of you, but continue to hold on to someone or something that has also going on to greater glory. I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart and from the ATL show. We out of here. ATL. 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 They're back. They're the best. Let's get it. Season two. I'm the best in this shit that's fat. And there's only one reason that I came back. And here's the set of fucking records straight. Okay. I'm the best you other cats that spell the way. First off, ain't no beef with the spitters in my city. But if it comes with 28, then it's shit get greedy. I'm shitty. Yeah, I shit on rappers. Even dead on the scene. If you want to be actors, this is the message. I'm talking over here with crazy.